Welcome to Better Children's Ministry, a weekly podcast from Every Generation Ministries for anyone who wants to see children in their church transformed by the love of Jesus. All right, well, welcome to Better Children's Ministry, a podcast of Every Generation Ministries. My name is Kelly Johnson, and I am here today with Daniel Watts, president of EGM. How is it going, Daniel? It is going great. Good. I have a question for you. What is your favorite Christmas tradition? Well, last night I got to go see Handel's Messiah, but that's not my favorite Christmas <laughs> tradition. It, it could be, though. What a beautiful piece. Yeah. Um, in Poland, where we lived for 10 years, on Christmas Eve, you have a huge meal. And there's sort of a traditional set of um, courses that you serve. And then there's this tradition there that you put a chair at the table in a place setting that's empty. So if you have six people there, you have seven places set, or if you have 12, you have 13 set. And it's if someone is um, in need of a meal or hospitality on Christmas Eve, they're welcome in your home. Aww. And it's also a way of recognizing that Jesus is present with you. Wow. And it's just this beautiful, lovely tradition. That is that really I, beautiful. We, we love from Poland. Wow. That's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Well, today we're going to be talking about something really special. Every year at EGM, the staff gets together and we pray and we discuss what is going to be the focus of our year-end celebration. What will be the message in our annual Christmas card, basically, and sort of what is going to be um, the drive for us as we uh, meditate on Christmas. Um, So we think about uh, what God wants us to share about Him, uh, especially in light of ministry to boys and girls. So this year, the theme of our celebration is welcome them. And this comes from Matthew 18, 5. So I'm going to actually read Matthew 18, verses 1 through 5, which says, At the time the disciples came to Jesus and asked, Who then is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a little child to him and placed the child among them. And he said, Truly I tell you, unless you change and become like little children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Therefore, whoever takes the lowly position of this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me. So, Daniel, what do you think Jesus means here when he says, whoever welcomes one such child in my name welcomes me? Well, it's just such a fantastic passage. Before I answer that, I just want to just comment on two things that have always fascinated me in this text. And that is, they ask about who's the greatest in the kingdom of heaven, which isn't a really a good kingdom of heaven kind of question. Yeah. Like who's better than somebody else, greatest, right. you know. And and then his answer isn't really about um, greatness in the kingdom. It's about entrance. Mm. So they're asking about who's greatest in the kingdom. And he says, you're not even going to get in. I tell you the truth, unless you change and become like little children, you'll never enter. Mm. So he's talking about entrance requirements, Mm -hmm. and they're talking about status, which I really think is fascinating. And then uh, this whole notion that the greatest in the kingdom is the lowliest, Mm -hmm. and how God just does things that are like not uh, the way the world does. No. So the lowliest can't be the greatest. That's like really... uh, you know, the most powerful man in the world mm-hmm. is not a uh, two-year-old boy. Right. 
it's the president of the United States, they say. And, um, you know, we pay so much attention to worldly criteria, but God has, he's like doing something totally different. And children are such a part of that. Mm -hmm. But the question about whoever welcomes a little child like this in my name welcomes me is, uh, you know, pretty profound. Mm -hmm. And I think what he's um, saying there is, in the Bible, there's a few places where Jesus identifies himself personally with people. Mm. You know, it doesn't say that whoever welcomes a little child, it's like you're welcoming me. It's he personally identifies himself with boys and girls. Mm. And he does that with the poor. Right. He does that with people who are marginalized, uh, people who are prisoners and that uh, aren't appreciated and valued in society seems to be the people that he takes particular interest in and identifies himself with them. So I think what he's um, saying here is that children are really important to him, so much so that when you uh, welcome them, uh, you're welcoming him personally. And so serving children and loving children is loving Jesus and serving Jesus. Mm. A beautiful Mm -hmm. notion. So why is this passage significant in light of EGM's ministry to children in particular? Well, for me, it was uh, it's significant because when I moved overseas, whenever I would um, hear the term welcome, I would think of it in the context of our society here. So like you open your door and say welcome to somebody mm-hmm. or you, we stand up at church and say, welcome someone next to you, which right. means say your name and shake their hand or something right. and say good morning. And welcome in our society here in the U.S. has become, in a lot of cases, a little more tr- superficial mm-hmm. than I think what Jesus is talking about here. So I think in the culture he lived in, welcoming someone had to do with travel and someone who needs shelter and mm-hmm. somebody who needs meal mm-hmm. a meal and maybe they need somewhere to sleep and welcoming had more of a hospitality connotation to it where you like invite them into your to your home and and to be part of your family almost for uh, whatever period of time it was and so I think that's what um, he's talking about here so that has a big you know that's really significant for our ministry absolutely so we think um, God wants to not just say hi to children and not just um say good morning or greet them or something. Welcoming isn't just giving a greeting or superficial hospitality. It's really inviting children to be part of our lives, inviting them to be part of the Christian community and to have uh, intimate relationship with God Mm -hmm. that's manifested through our relationship with them. Mm -hmm. So welcoming is a big relational ministry term for Mm us. Mm -hmm. So we think children should feel literally, you know, practically, they should feel welcome in our churches, Mm -hmm. in our community, in our Christian communities. That's uh, the kind of, when children think about Christianity, they should think about love and warm hospitality and friendship and care being given to them. Yeah. I remember reading this book, um, a couple of years ago, and it was about a man's experience growing up in the Middle East and then immigrating to the United States. And one of the things he talked about was um, that sort of idea that, you know, they would have guests come over to their house uh, and there was no expectation of when that guest would be leaving ever. 
Right. And you host them as long as they will stay. Right. And they really, at, at some times, you know, integrate into the life of the family. Right. And I'm just thinking about that, you know, and the idea that, you know, when you have a guest, uh, you give them the place of honor at the table. You sleep on the floor so that they can sleep in and your bed. And, of course, bed. you always offer them food. Of course. And, yeah, yes. drink The and nicest so that you have, right. you know. And right. I just, I'm thinking of that and just the statement that Jesus is making here by giving a lowly, someone of lowly position, a place of honor in the sense of welcoming them into the family and really going out of your way to honor them however mm-hmm. you can, you know. Absolutely. It's really beautiful. Absolutely. So how can we apply the truth of Matthew 18.5 as we think about Christmas and celebrate Christmas? Uh, you know, I think one of the challenges for us at Christmas time is to keep Jesus um, focused in Christmas. Mm-hmm. We get so busy going to concerts like last night and <laughs> uh, meals and celebrations and gift giving and lights and um, even church activities and the activities of Christmas are a challenge for us in terms of making Jesus the center of attention. Mm-hmm. So when I think about this passage, when he says, whoever welcomes a little child in my name welcomes me, it's when we minister to boys and girls, it's ministering to Jesus himself. Mm-hmm. So if we want to make Jesus the center of Christmas, I think one of the ways we can do that is ministering to boys and girls. Mm-hmm. So when I'm... Um, holding a little two-year-old boy who's crying on Sunday morning, when I'm um, loving my grandson, I think anytime we minister to boys and girls, it's ministering to Jesus. And I think it's like this beautiful way that we can make Jesus more the focus of Christmas Christmas Mm -hmm. by recognizing how much he loves children, how he identifies with them, and when we love them and care for them, we're loving and caring for Jesus. Hmm. What encouragement do you have for those who are listening who want to welcome children in their ministry work and really just in their lives in general? Well, I, you know, I always think about there's certain boys and girls that are easy to welcome. <laughs> right. When they walk up right. at church, they're so sweet and kind and they give to you and mm-hmm. they're just wonderful um, young boys and girls and or maybe they uh, put you know their best face on when they're at church but mm-hmm. you know they just have a positive mm-hmm. relationship and feeling about them then there's a lot of boys and girls who um, don't feel welcome mm-hmm. and maybe they don't express it in verbally but the way they act they might misbehave for attention they might be sullen they might be a little withdrawn um where we live here, there's a lot of children whose parents um, are in the military. Mm-hmm. And at Christmas time, you miss your mom and dad. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of boys and girls who remember last year, grandpa was at Christmas and this year mm-hmm. he's not going to be there. Mm-hmm. And those kids have a lot of sorrow and um, sadness and maybe don't feel welcomed so easily. And I think the um, point Jesus is making here isn't just about children. It's about people who are marginalized and hurting at the edge of society, not valued, not appreciated. And I think that happens even among the children. Sure. There's a certain group of them that feel marginalized and sort of a bit lost and not loved and cared for. Those are the kids we should look for, especially at Christmas time, to reach out to them and help them feel welcomed in our churches. Absolutely. Yes. A kind word. Yes. Um, some attention, 
sitting down next to them. Yeah. That let them sit up on your uh, knee when you're sitting on the ground with them and in and, and Sunday school and playing and um, worshiping or having the Bible study, whatever it is you're doing, giving attention to boys and girls, the ones who you know that are, I mean, not just the ones that misbehave, but the ones you can tell yeah. have just this need for attention and love. And when we do that, we're loving Jesus. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the way we can mm-hmm. do it. I'm thinking, too, at home, you know, during the holidays, there's a lot of events going on. There's a lot of hosting. Kids can be disruptive of that sometimes, you know, Um, for whatever reason, because they're kids. Exactly. You know, and so I'm just thinking, too, as an encouragement, one of the ways we can welcome children is just to be mindful um, as they disrupt and as they maybe make it a little more difficult to do the things that we want to do, um, those are the times to get on the floor, like you said, Absolutely. and spend time with them and, and welcome them by giving them our time. We had a guy um, working in our children's ministry who owned a big shipping company. And I remember one time in particular on Christmas, he came with his wife and she always had like the lesson plan organized and everything. And he would just, you know, help out, mm-hmm. quote, help out. <laughs> He would go in, and I remember walking in there one time, and it happened many times, but I remember it was on the Sunday before Christmas one year, and it was older preschool kids, and he was sitting on the floor, and there were a bunch of boys and girls that were like just, some of them were like hanging literally on his back, and they're all like crowded around him, you could hardly even see him. And when I looked at the kids, a lot of them were kids I knew were um, had single moms, hmm. or um, they had dads who were not super um, expressive and um, busy a lot. And mm-hmm. and you could tell they were they wanted attention from a man. And him sitting on the floor was all they needed mm-hmm. to go. And it was such a beautiful ministry picture. And it was not, I mean, I don't think he was thinking, gee, I'm welcoming children right, like this passage. Right. But exact, that's exactly what he was doing. Because yeah. those boys and girls felt loved and cared for and... Mm-hmm the attention of a man at church. And for them, it was Jesus ministering to them. Mm-hmm. And for him, he was ministering to Jesus by loving That's those right. boys and girls. Wow. That's the Christmas idea, I think. I love that. Well, thank you so much, Daniel, for being here and for sharing more about EGM's year-end celebration. Really, our prayer for each of our listeners during this holiday season is just that you would find any opportunity to welcome Jesus into your life by welcoming the children in your life. Please feel free to send us any questions or comments you have about this episode after you listen. Uh, You can do that by emailing info at egmworld.org. We would love to hear from you. We hope you guys all have a great week. Thanks for listening to Better Children's Ministry. To learn more about EGM, go to egmworld.org.